Vex. And welcome to a very special episode of 40 Minute Fridays Woo-hoo. with a Vex. Uh, we're going to, for the purposes of this, go with Veximus Maximus um, mm. because it gets the M in there, which is a requirement <laughs> for 40 Minute Fridays. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. You know, uh, you could just turn my first name, my, my first letter upside down twice and it would be fine. And then call you Mex? That just sounds nope, terrible. Nope, nope, See? nope. Veximus Maximus. You're right. Yep. You're right. You're right. Sometimes <laughs> I am correct. <laughs> These moments are rare, but they do happen. Uh, Megan is house sitting. Well, technically dog sitting at a house, but those also go together. Also house sitting. Yeah. yeah. Both. Yeah. She's yeah. sitting on top of a house and also <laughs> some dogs this week. <laughs> and while she's there... I've been left to my own devices. She is also there with Amanda, which means the audio quality of this podcast is not good. I it's probably fine, just not as high a quality. I'm guessing. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, we dear. are actually listening to it. Mm. Before we go any further, am I allowed to swear? Oh yes. Perfect. Great. We definitely swear on this podcast. Thanks. I forget. And every time you vlog, I forget. And It's true. I do not swear on the vlog, <laughs> but we do swear on this podcast. Perfect. If somebody goes through the effort to find this, they get to know I swear. <laughs> uh, so the first part of the podcast is always a, like, real life update. Great. So for Megan and I, it's something that you did this week that the other person knows nothing about. So mm. is there something that you did this week that I know nothing about? Um, yeah. Uh, my... Well, I guess it's less something I did as something that happened near me. Um, but my <laughs> okay. friend, Rue, uh, who I only know because I won them in a charity auction for fan fiction. Wow, that sounds um, inappropriate. She didn't win a person. Oh, no, I wrote them. Th- they, they're writing me a thing because <laughs> I donated money to charity. I won them in a charity auction. I, I mean, That's a how they bit. became friends, actually. It is, though. So. Uh, is- what Vex won was their friendship. Oh, uh, that's sweet and wholesome. If you auctioned off your friendship, I mean, I guess. Maybe I'd auction <laughs> off my friendship. Would anybody would. like to bid on my friendship? You, I could use the money. The thing is, you would just be friends with them. Shh. You can't say that. You're going to lower my margins. Yeah, a little bit. It's very difficult to be my friend and therefore expensive. You should bid high. Mm-hmm. Yes, but this friend is now... Um, Previously, we just, like, knew each other and talked, and now they're in one of the servers that I'm in, and, like, are being friends with all of my friends in there, and it's really exciting, especially because it's the server that I participate in the most, so it's just like, oh, yay, all the friends that I talk to all day long on the internet are now, more of them are friends together, and I'm very happy about it. I'm trying to think of something that I did this week <laughs> that, that I don't know about. Vex knows nothing about, and I don't know that there is anything on that list. <laughs> I have been mostly a lump that goes to work and then returns home and uh, wants to oh. sleep. I watched an episode of Lucifer. I guess you don't know that. <gasps> I did not know um, that. I know that you went to PDT. I did. That's true. But then I told you all about it. It was wonderful. Too big fan. I was going to say that's the angle of the reason that I know everything is because I now also live here. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Vex is the newest member of the Turpin gang. We are very excited to have them here. I guess you could tell 40 Minute Fridays a little bit about yourself. Do you want to give just a a Vex, uh, I don't know, I was trying to think of a word, dossier? Um. <laughs> um. Hello, my name is Vex. 
I use the pronouns she and also they. Um, let's see. I do theater and I also write and um, sew pants when they're thrown at me. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Vex also sews costumes, which oh, they've done yeah. for us on several occasions. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly under uh, incredible deadlines and uh, a <laughs> lot of begging. I work best under incredible deadlines. Lots of begging does help the serotonin. <laughs> and I'm trying to think if there's anything else that 40 Minute Fridays. Uh, Vex is an avid listener of 40 Minute Fridays. Oh, yes. I am behind right now. I'm like mm, three or four episodes behind. Basically, when I moved in, I... Uh... Stopped listening? Well, okay. Wow. My, my my commute to work is now like less than half. Like it's it was an hour and now it's 20 minutes. That's fair. I listen to too many podcasts for a 20 minute drive. <laughs> also, Mel used to watch my vlogs every day and now she doesn't watch any of them because <laughs> she just spends too much time in my presence uh 40 minute fridays Ginny is joining us mm, yes which is a surprise to no one beautiful song of mother mother mm. you've locked yourself in the studio again mother except that neither of us are amanda no. but try explaining that to Ginny. <laughs> in fact the level of disappointment when we emerge and neither of us will our Amanda will be uh, devastating. I don't know. The last time I emerged from the studio, she continued to whine at me, let me pet her, and then let me pick her up and carry through her through several rooms of the house. Oh. So. Vex has got the touch. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, <laughs> and also the puns. They will mm-hmm. never be invited back. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay. Not true. I always need somebody to be on the podcast, and I'll just end up being. Oh you. yes, it will be necessity. Imagine a forty-minute Fridays that is just me. No, we'll um make you carry Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll just bring all the recording stuff into your room and have Jenny and Gavrosh and Nahesa be the guest stars. Oh yeah, and that's it. No, not guest stars. Just oh, the stars. Just, just those forty three? minutes of the three of them. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I mean, I would probably listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're excited to have Vex as part of the Turpin Gang, and I'm excited to have her on this podcast. And Yay. we're excited to have them in general. Uh, and also, I feel that I should mention that they're selling themselves short on a lot of that description. They are a very talented writer. They do all sorts of theater things. They say I do theater I, as I if mean, that's do. an ambiguous Well, term, it is but ambiguous. they do all of the things in theater. Like, they, they actually just do the whole theater. <laughs> all the parts of it. All the parts of it. <laughs> that's yeah. what pansexuality is all about. <laughs> oh, um, gosh. you mm, Do not ask me to make choices. <laughs> I will tick all of the boxes. <laughs> Correct. You will say put some back and I will say no. <laughs> And so that is a, a brief introduction of <laughs> Veximus Maximus. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to do the things that I totally planned yes. way ahead of time for Uh-huh, this. definitely. Yep. I didn't distract Mallory with plans of pizza at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that you were really thinking that had happened. That was not true. We were definitely on top of the planning. Well, I wasn't on top of the planning stages. She was on top of the planning stages. I was on top of the... Making sure the cats were cohabitating Mm -hmm. stages of this. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to play a game with you, and it is called... E. Yay. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't have a clever name. Megan Great. comes up with clever names. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to read you just the titles of highly ranked B movies on Rotten Tomatoes. Excellent. I will read you the title and tell you the year it came out. Uh-huh. Uh, and then just from the title and the year it came out, you have to give me a synopsis. I have a single sentence on this webpage, so my synopsis will also not be great, but you have to guess what this horror movie is about from just the title. Oh, goodness. Can we and, call uh, it uh, Be the Synopsis You Want to See in the World? Great. Great. It's got a clever title B. now. B so, yeah. the first one, this has a 100% from Rotten Tomatoes, right. and it is ranked 19th most popular on IMDb. Okay. Came out in 1954. Oof. It is called Them! With an exclamation point. <laughs> So Listen, so tell I'm, me what you think this horror movie is about. I want to take the title and ignore the year completely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and just have it be a horror movie that is only populated by non-binary people and non-binary creatures oh. and not talk about it at all. I just thought where it was non-binary things were like attacking all of the... Oh, just the gender binary. That's mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what the the them is attacking. <laughs> Oof, no. Um, but for 1954, you said, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna guess that it's a horde of brainwashed people that are taking over, maybe some small city. This I feel like is a good guess. This is a weird title for a film that is. About giant man-eating ants that threaten to destroy the world. As oh we know no! It. Oh no! Mm, do not like that. I mm, no, thank you. Yep. Uh, so from those giant man-eating <laughs> ants in a film called Them, what mm. we travel to 1967 for okay. number two, a film titled Spider Baby <gasps> or The Maddest Story Ever Told. <gasps> I want this to be an AU with. Uh, I want this to be an alternate universe where one of the versions of Spider-Man runs into, um, sorry, what is the second half of the title? My brain stopped. The maddest story ever told. The maddest story ever told. Yes. I want one of the versions of Spider-Man to get lost in Wonderland and become best friends with the Mad Hatter. And I'm pretty sure Spider-Man existed at that point. So, like... (laughs) He technically did. He was not in films, and I know that. So I know that this is the wrong answer, but it is the better answer, in my opinion, than whatever this is. Oh, it is definitely the better answer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the synopsis for this film is, murderous and demented siblings go crazy after distant relatives turn up to take their home. I don't know why it's called Spider Baby. Oh. I guess we could watch it and find out. I mean, that doesn't sound terrible. What is the Rotten Tomatoes rating? A hundred percent. Oh, I mean, yeah. Are we just going to check into a lot of B-movies this year? Maybe. (laughs) Uh, Number three. This one you probably have heard of. Oh. It is 1956 Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh, I have heard of this. That's correct. Do you know what it's about? I'm certain that I've had it explained to me multiple times in my life. That does not mean that I retained that information um, because it was useless to me at the time. And... And now it's very useful. What a bummer. This is why you should forget nothing ever, boys and girls, ladies and gents, non-binary people. Um, I mean, it's aliens that uh, take over people's bodies? 
it is in fact that. Hey! It is about <laughs> aliens slowly taking over the population of a town. Mm. Uh, that's where, like, that whole idea about you being body snatched by aliens started because of this film. That thought that, like, this is how they'll know I've been body swapped. This feels like it's from that film. Part of the um, part of the idea for the host maybe came from that. Mm. Uh, number four mm-hmm. is from 1942. Okay, we're definitely gonna watch this one. Uh oh, it's called Cat People. <sighs> Tell me what Cat People is about. Well, it's going to be about cat people, and I imagine it's going to be about the grade of cat people that we would see in Batman, the earliest of Batman films, which is the reason why I'm not happy about this at all. To be fair, the newest, quote, live-action Cats movie was also terrible. (laughs) So, like... It's just a horror version of the the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. Oh no! As if that I mean, it wasn't already. Yeah. Wow, I love cats though. <laughs> I have not seen cats. I used to date someone that they held cats very near and dear to their heart, and I didn't see it until I saw the movie, which I only half watched and was very bad. Not the not the film of the stage production, to be clear. The newest, very terrible CGI one. I don't know what you're talking about. That movie's great. Anyway, mm. that is not, in fact, uh, what Cat People is. Uh, do you have world. a guess, or would you like me to <laughs> tell you? Um, it's about cat people. It's about uh, the cat people are the terrors of this town. So, a little bit, I get the feeling that it's a play on words. Because oh. I get the feeling that it's about, like, being a cat person you're versus being a dog person. You're looking at the summary. How are you getting a feeling? Well, because the description is one sentence, and therefore not. Oh. I just feel like that's probably what the title okay. is. Okay, all right. So it is, a man and his lover are threatened by a mysterious cat creature that they believe could be his wife. Oh. I don't know if the wife is dead. Interesting. And has now inhabited this cat creature, and like his, mm, it's his new lover. I feel or like she's a shapeshifter. Or, or if he's like cheating on his wife with this lover. Oh. Because that's what I can't decide. Like, is she dead and has now inhabited this cat creature? Or, like, was a shapeshifter, has disappeared, and he's got a new lover? Or Thank you for reminding me that monogamy is a thing. Because my brain was 100% just like, yeah. Also, (laughs) I realize it's 1942, so this lover and wife, obviously, are both women. But in my mind, they used lover for the sole purpose of allowing me to give him his man. It's correct. Who's threatened by this cat creature. bisexual polyamorous relationship. Oh. Well, I wasn't going polyamorous because I feel like the cat wouldn't be attacking them if it was polyamorous. Uh, But the idea of two male lovers being threatened by a pussy is funny. So, let's move on. Ah. See, I was just thinking of the, like, listen, no, I'm here. I don't know how to get your attention any better than this. (laughs) Because you're just ignoring me as a stray cat. Uh, this one is also one that I think you will know what it is. Oh, Number no. five, 1978, Dawn of the Dead. This is a zombie movie. This is a zombie movie I've been meaning to watch, actually. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is a George Romero zombie film. One of the, like, seminal zombie films in existence. I realize that I should have prefaced my introduction of who vexes with the I usually am very bad at pop culture things like I don't 
you will say a movie to me and I have not watched it. And I didn't think about the fact that we were probably going to play a game that involved that to uh, any degree. Listen, but that's why I enjoy this. I haven't seen most of these films. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Number six from 1963 is The Raven. Um, can it please, please, please be about gay witches that are terrorizing a town? Wow. Interesting. It is not about that. Okay. Although I feel like that film does... Is Witches of Eastwick... Are they gay in that? I don't know. But that is about witches terrorizing the town. I mean, if you want it bad enough, they can be. But, like, it's probably this just queer baiting. is a B-horror film. Mm-hmm. Apparently. But uh, it's definitely a film I would like to see. It is a magician seeks help in breaking a curse that has him turning into a raven. Oh. See, I feel like that is a... That's a perk. That's that's a feature, not a bug. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe. But I am intrigued by that. I'd watch that. You would watch all of these. I enjoy films a lot. I yeah. like movies. But I can't in particular, think of a... I would like that. Okay. I was going to say, I can't think of a movie that you would not I don't really watch. like documentaries. Mm. Okay. I don't like the real world at all. I could pass <laughs> on the entirety of it. Uh, oof. So if the real world didn't happen, I'd be okay with that. Are you ready for number seven? How many are we doing? Ten. Yes. Uh, This film is from 1960, and it is called The House of Usher. I have heard of this. Oh, goodness. This has been recommended to me. Um, And that's the end of my thoughts on the matter. <laughs> I don't... Head empty. Head empty. I... Also feel like I've heard this title, probably as a pop culture reference Mm. to something, but the synopsis is a man is terrified that his fiancé's brother has buried her while she was alive. Oh. Oh, I have, mm, I know why I've heard this. It's because I love the cask of Amontillado, because it's a beautiful short story that's wonderfully written, and... It gives me chills and I love it so much. And so when I bring this fact up to people, they're just like, oh, have you seen this movie? Because of the being buried alive part of it. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Number eight. Yes. Is a 1992 film. Okay. Called Dead Alive. Mm, that feels like it's also going to be zombies. It is, in fact, zombies. Mm-hmm. A mother is bitten by a rat monkey um. and then dies, only to come back to life hungrier than ever. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I like hungrier than ever. That that makes me happy. That should be used to sell zombie movies more. <laughs> uh, this one we're watching. Okay. I haven't read the description yet, but on mm. title alone, oh. I want to watch. Oh, no. 1962, Carnival of Souls. Oh, yeah, no, we're watching that. Mm -hmm. That's because it has the words carnival and also souls in it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I really would love for this to be about a demon or potential demons who are, to some extent, running a carnival, whether it's uh, on Earth or supernatural. Um, like, in Purgatory or Hell or whatever. And, like, they're playing a game to get more souls. Ooh. I intriguing. want that. Mm-hmm. 
the description here does not dissuade me from believing that demons run this carnival. A woman narrowly escapes death during a car crash, only to be mysteriously drawn to an abandoned carnival pavilion. So, mm. she's probably actually dead. Yeah. Would be my first guess. Be- probably not demons, because I feel like that would be too many things for the movie to do at once. But it's a B movie, so maybe. If it doesn't do demons, I might steal that plot bunny and write that. <laughs> All right. And number 10, mm-hmm. a 1983 film called Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is going to be about children getting murdered while they're away at summer camp. Wow, it totally is. <laughs> uh-huh. A young girl is sent to summer camp and her fellow campers start to become murdered in grisly ways. Mm, yep, I've played that one-shot campaign. <laughs> All right. So there you go. That was fun. There are uh, 10 B-horror films, some of which I guess we're going to have to watch. Can yeah. I get a time check from you, please? You can get a time check from me. See how much time we have remaining? We have like 20 minutes-ish. Wow. We're only halfway through, and I'm totally That's done magic. with that game now. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like... <clears throat> So, uh, another thing that Megan and I like to do is Mm -hmm. rewrite the world. Yes. So, I have a list from Rotten Tomatoes Mm -hmm. of their top-ranked kids and family movies. Oh, dear. And uh, (laughs) you're going to, or we're going to work together Mm -hmm. to turn these into horror films and stuff. Perfect. Beautiful. I love it. Uh. It turns out the kids are really finicky, and so almost all of the top films are very new. I know this surprises no one. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So, the number one, oh, is actually not so new. It is The Wizard of Oz. Aww. I, surprisingly, The Wizard of Oz is just like, mm, I see that you only like things that are new, and I say, mm, no, 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 you will love me. You will love me regardless. Ooh. All right, so give me the horror version of the So the horror version of this is that. Oh, first off, is it a film? Or is it, like, are you going to do some other sort of horror? Mm, I like it as a miniseries because I want more time than a film would give. Okay. But I don't think that it's going to be, like, a full television show. All right, all right. That's Um, fair. And I want... The the thing that you will eventually learn is that the Wizard of Oz is controlling the minds of the munchkins. None Ooh. of the other people in Oz, just the munchkins. So he has convinced everyone else through reg- regular ways, but the munchkin force is so vast. And I don't know, maybe there... Mm, yeah, there's just so many of them that he's like, listen, if I can just mind control this one giant group of people into loving me, then everyone else will be like, oh, who is this wizard? I have not heard of them. Oh, ho. And so you are following Dorothy and a couple of other people who've been like, this seems like they were initially like, this is normal. And Dorothy's like, no, this is suspicious. And they're just like, oh, I guess it's, I guess that is a little weird, huh? Like, When you're an American and you realize that, like, people in Romania don't have a credit system, and you're just like, hmm, seems a little suspicious that we still have that, doesn't it? We don't need that. (laughs) Anyway, so they go around and uncover the, like, ooh, 
there are skeletons in closets um, plot. So okay. This is much more plotty than it is horror. That's um, fine. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Uh, that definitely went a different direction than I thought you were going to go, but mm-hmm. I'm into it. Where'd you think uh, I was going to go? Well, I assumed that we were going to go, you know, killing, murdering Dorothy. Like, like oh. a psycho Dorothy. Oh. I mean, <sighs> psycho Dorothy... I feel like I've done that before because I used to, um, I used to do a lot of LARPs and some of the LARPing that I would do was at a place called Zom and Mm. it was all zombies. And so when I would go, I would dress as a version of Dorothy and I would carry around a little fake baby that had a knife in its head. Um, so like wow. in my so brain, I've done, done this. That, <laughs> yeah. So it's boring now. Uh, I'm going to be picking and choosing off this list and Great. I make no, uh, apologies for that. That's fine. Coco. <gasps> I love Coco so much. Coco's great because it just has the horror element already built in. Yeah. He literally travels to the land of the dead. What if the land of the dead was not a bright, colorful, wonderful place? Oh, I was not going to do that. I was going to go, instead of zooming in on Coco's story, we were zooming in on the father's story. Oh, intriguing. keep the land of the dead bright and colorful, and you're watching it from the perspective of the father's ancestors. And so you are helpless, and you cannot control this. And, like... Maybe one of them, maybe it takes place on uh, El Dia de los Muertos. Mm-hmm. And so you are there, but like you are just helpless to stop any of this from happening. And you're witnessing your family getting murdered. And like maybe it's a turn partway through that you realize that you are the ghost. Okay. I feel like this would play better in a, um, in like an actual experience as opposed to in a film. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that being the thing. It would also make, I think, a good, like, creepy video game. Ooh, yeah. Alright. Uh, next. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Ugh. Blah. Blah. That's fine. This is a haunted house that I would hate to go in. Um, but... <laughs> wow, I'm learning so much about Vex in this moment. You're that <sighs> against apples? No, it's not apples. It's that you make each of the rooms be one of the dwarves and they're killing people in a new, unique, fun way or whatever. And then at the end, the, like, master of it all is Snow White. Um, And actually, the witch was not bad at all. And, like, she's giving you apples at the end because her favorite food is apples. Um, And the witch is trapped in a glass coffin and screaming and banging on it. Oh, wow. You just threw that out like it was terrible, but like, I'm intrigued. I would no. go through that house. That's cool. I know. I'm bored by this idea. Wow. I don't know why. Because um, uh, it was just like, mm, I have an idea immediately. Okay, great. Oh, so it's less fun when you are immediately. This yeah. is, I have discovered in this exact moment why Vex has so many whips, which are works in progress in fanfic. And it is because they clearly don't like when things are easy. Correct. Because <laughs> they just had a brilliant, fully formed idea <laughs> that they spit out as if it was the most boring, <laughs> terrible thing in the world. When it was really good. 
Yeah. I, but- that house sounds great. <laughs> wow. What a way to turn that on its head. I really enjoyed that. Oh, I'm glad that you enjoy it. E.T. the Extraterrestrial it's is a horror film. just the universal ride, <laughs> but with different lighting. You literally take the exact same ride, give it different lighting, and put little violin cues at, at particular moments. <laughs> and in the forest area, you can have some people on stilts moving around, shadow-like. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I like that. I'm into it. Uh, up. Um... Okay, so I... <sighs> Sorry, I thought about the first five minutes of Up again. Uh, <laughs> that's okay, because I've got this one. Excellent. Up is just a new film, but entirely from the perspective of Kevin. Oh, no. That's terrifying. Yep, I so love it. So it's just a bird who is living his life mm-hmm. pretty normally, and then is fleeing for his life from this crazy man and all of these dogs and then also this child who will not leave him alone yes and also uh no audio only violins and like anytime (laughs) anyone is speaking it's just like muffled and muted like um there are websites where you can like listen what it sounds like to be deaf Mm, or, mm. or like partially deaf or whatever and have it be like very hard of hearing muffled can't really tell what anything is saying I love it. Um, yeah. With better sound design than mm. A Quiet Place. Well, yeah, Amanda has to be the sound designer, clearly. Have you seen, have you listened to her work on Infected? If you live in the Orlando area, you definitely should. Finding Nemo. Again, the first five minutes of this just ripped your heart out already. Um, That's all that it is. Oh, it could be. <laughs> I like... The I like it focusing on the little kids and um, when they go and touch the butt. Okay. And just, they are now irrevocably lost. They cannot get back home. They are dealing with all of the nightmare terrors that in real life exist at the bottom of the ocean. Um, And it's lots and lots of jump scares, I think. And, like, big, cool... Like, I want this... I want it to be uh, maybe a film or like a short, like a shorter film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want it to be able to spend time looking at the large terrifying things that are actually going to eat you because you are actually a fish. You are actually prey in this scenario. All right. Okay. Okay. The I'm ocean is terrifying. Convince me otherwise. Oh, there's no way I'm going to convince you otherwise. <laughs> the ocean is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have The Incredibles 2. This is also very simple. Great. It is just a film where Jack-Jack has his powers. Oh, yes, please. This is And it's be just one. evil. Mm. It's just evil Jack-Jack. That's the whole thing. It is... Is he a baby? Yes. Okay. Definitely. Uh, evil baby Jack-Jack. But it's just... Like, the story... It is... It is an actual, like, three-hour film, mm. but it's just the three hours that that babysitter is watching Jack-Jack, oh. where everything goes bad. So is it's it... a three-hour film where she is, like, trying to deal with this crazy baby whose powers are out of control, and he's destroying the house, and she doesn't know what's happening. This is, like, a three-hour-long, the blonde one is the last one left alive. 
(laughs) being chased through the house by a terrifying child. Yep. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, please. All right. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm just scrolling here now on the kids list. We're trying to find some stuff. <laughs> uh. Mm-hmm. Chicken run. The sky is falling. The sky is literally falling in your head. Oh, that's chicken little. Oh. Chicken run is the one where the chickens are like trying to escape the coop. Okay. You've never seen chicken I've run. I've we'll never heard of that. Sorry. We can can move away from that. That's fine. Okay. I mean, like, I'm willing to spin you tales based on name alone. What about Babe? That one's about about the pig, right? Mm -hmm. Um, the pigs are evil and gigantic and eat people. And you are trapped in a barn with them. (laughs) Okay. I'm trying to go farm horse horror on that one. Yeah, I like it. And at the end, ooh, at the end, you get to do the twist where finally the pigs are dead. You've found a way out somehow, and you open the door, and standing there is like a six foot tall person who owns this place just looming over you, going, Did you just kill my pigs? <laughs> and then you go to credits, and then the end credit scene is uh, the back of the man's shirt. Blood sprang on the wall and lots of screaming with the implication that you have died because you slaughtered this man's pigs. I love it. That were trying to kill you. Uh, <laughs> uh, next up, I have Bambi, which I've decided is just a zombie deer film. Zombie deer get revenge on the hunter? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yep. Completely Yeah, it's, it's your classic, like, hunter becomes the hunted horror film, but it's just... Zombie deer. Um, are the oh, other... but with Thumper, because like Thumper going, I was literally about to say like the terrifying sound. Are it, are the other animals zombies? And please, can we have zombie Thumper? Uh, I don't <laughs> think Thumper's a zombie. I think that oh. Thumper is just a rabbit, but like okay. they're on the side of the zombie deer. Mm. Okay, my real life brain wants to go that's not how prey animals work but like this is a film we can do whatever we want also the zombies are only hungry for human brains i'm gonna skip over the smell of decay and go yes okay yeah i mean as far as i know that's how zombies work i've watched a lot of zombie films right not like, never in a zombie film are they like eating a cat no, but generally a rabbit is not going to go after... Like, it's not going to eat deceased meat, typically. And so when it smells the stench of death, it's usually going to run the other way. Oh, but like I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're fine around death. They just wouldn't eat it. But now, that also brings all the carrion birds into play. So there's, like, all <gasps> these dead deer with this massive, like, flying army of buzzards yes! behind them. yes! Give me the carry-on birds. Give me just flocks of crows and ravens and vultures following oh the gosh. zombie deer and hunting the hunters. Yes, uh, can I get another time check real quick? Oh, yes, of course you can. Mm-hmm. We have five minutes. Okay. Uh, with these last five minutes, uh, uh, well, I was going to do a five things list, but I don't think that we necessarily can do this in five minutes. Let's see if we can. Um, <laughs> we gonna bounce back and forth so that we uh, uh yeah we can perfect. we can bounce back and forth on this uh so this is uh we live in strange times right now Oof. but i want to know about five 
Halloween things that you're looking forward to next year when we've gotten out of the time of Corona. Okay. Uh, one of the things is plans that I had this year that obviously are not going to be happening, but if everything is up and running, um, I and a couple of my friends who, they don't know each other, but they both know me, we all met up at Rocky Horror last year. I explicitly went with one of them, and then someone else was just like, oh, hey, I'm also here. And we made plans to all get dressed up and go together next year, and like all three of us now that they... I made them be friends now. Um, mm -hmm. So we're all going to go next year. And I don't, we hadn't even decided who was dressing up as who. We were just all going to go. And I want that to happen, please. That's good. That's yeah. nice. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm really looking forward to all of the like small backyard haunts that don't exist this year, but we'll be back next year. Mm. Uh, I love Halloween Horror Nights. I love Hallow Scream. I like Screamageddon. I love all of the big names doing all of their big stuff. But man, nothing beats a tent that neighborhood kids set up in their backyard and filled with smoke. Nothing's scarier. Your safety is in question at every moment. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> the horror is real, mm. and I love it. Um, okay, so I love that. I'm going to piggyback off that for my number two thing. So um, other things to know about Vex is that I... Do not do... I'm, I'm not a big fan of jump scares, but I'm slowly doing more haunted houses, which I enjoy with an asterisk. Um, so I am not quite at the level of backyard shenanigans yet, just because I'm very scared. Um, but I am very much looking forward to going to Halloween Horror Nights next year with you and potentially also other people. Um, and doing more haunted houses and also going through all of the um the scare actor zones because i love the scare actors so much they make me so happy uh i'm looking forward to corona themed halloween costumes next year because <laughs> i love a kitschy halloween costume and i love the idea that next year people are gonna be like you know what we're wearing masks <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> just Corona masks. And that's it. That's all people do to that's dress up for costume. Halloween. Yeah. Oh, no. Mm -mm. I'm into it. I think nah, it would nah. be really funny. Okay. Um, I think that I am looking forward to... Mm, I had a thing. Where would it go? Oh, I my thing is the thing that I am always looking forward to, uh, which is the eternal hope that next year I'll come up with a really cool costume and I'll come up with the idea and, like, August or something, so I actually have the time to make the whole thing. Um, ooh, maybe it'll be Beetlejuice. Maybe next year I'll go as Beetlejuice finally. Um, our pizza has arrived. Excellent. So That's, just what's our time? The eternal hope that springs forth that eventually I will. Uh... I'm gonna tell the pizza man he can leave. Great. You can go ahead and leave. Thank you. Okay. Great. Uh, we have a minute left. Yep, we're gonna we're gonna. You I keep will talking. sit here. Great. Yeah, I'm gonna grab pizza. So I have been Beetlejuice for a show before with, well, I guess not really with Phoenix Tears. It was um, uh, um, a bunch of people just did a bunch of small acts, and there was a group that was doing an act from Beetlejuice, and I got to be Beetlejuice, and it was very wonderful. And ever since then, I have had a dream of making that suit, the um, black and white striped one, uh, one that will actually fit me and look fantastic. Um, so that's the, my hope springing forth eternal for next year. Um, and also sale candy, which I guess technically we could get now, but, um, in this house we get our food delivered 
for safety reasons. Um, and so it would be cool to just wander the aisles and buy discount candy. Because who doesn't want discount candy? The answer is no one. No one who is not a fool. Did I make it before the timer went off? You did make it before the timer went off. Congratulations. Wow. You're so speedy. Oh, there oh, it is. There it is. Oh, it doesn't play a fun sound. Amanda, could you... Uh, Add that in post? Probably not. Anyway, that's been a weird episode of 40 Minute Fridays that included pizza delivery. Yeah. Bye. Bye.